This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Defense Department has adjusted child care fees to give military families a financial boost. The Veterans Affairs Department is ready to spruce up its delivery of digital services. And the Energy Department allocates $39 million for nine new cyber projects at National Labs. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Thursday, September 14th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Agencies will soon have new requirements for how they use and manage artificial intelligence. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the scoop. The Office of Management and Budget is in process of putting some much-needed direction and guidance in place for how agencies should use and manage artificial intelligence. OMB is laying out 10 requirements ranging from naming a new chief AI officer to developing a publicly released AI strategy to convening an AI governance board to putting some much-needed guardrails around the use of generative AI and new draft guidance parts of which Federal News Network obtained. OMB is expected to release the draft memo for public comment in the coming weeks. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. IRS employees will keep working and get paid on time if Congress allows a government shutdown. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The IRS says it will remain fully operational even if lawmakers can't come up with a government spending plan by the end of the month. The agency plans to dip into nearly $60 billion it received in the Inflation Reduction Act if a government shutdown happens. The IRS says the National Finance Center will also have enough staff working during a shutdown to ensure IRS employees get paid on time. Congress has until September 30th to either pass a spending bill for fiscal 2024 or a continuing resolution that keeps the government temporarily funded at current spending levels. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Agencies have a new deadline to ask for higher salaries for hard-to-fill positions. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman reports. The Office of Personnel Management has opened its annual call for agencies to request special salary rates. That call comes ahead of a pending but not yet final federal pay raise for 2024. OPM can authorize higher-than-standard pay rates for certain positions, but some workforce experts say budget uncertainty could cause agencies to hesitate. For example, OPM most recently approved a higher pay rate this year for some cyber and IT positions, but so far only one agency, the Department of Veterans Affairs, is actually planning to implement it. Any new special salary rate requests have to go to OPM by October 13th. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The National Security Agency will soon kick off a new innovation effort. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has the details. The NSA is launching an innovation pipeline called Red Ventures that will be focused on what officials call the China Challenge. David Frederick, the NSA's Assistant Deputy Director for China, says Red Ventures should be up and running within the coming months. It's meant to reach out to industry and also internally to our workforce to look for a whole range of solutions to our hardest problems. Frederick says the NSA is concerned about the technology competition with China, as well as cyber attacks on the U.S. defense industry and critical infrastructure. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Department of Veterans Affairs is looking at next summer to resume its rollout of a new electronic health record, or EHR. The VA put an indefinite pause on the project in April 
in order to address persistent outages and low ratings from employees. Lawmakers are frustrated with the delays and say the VA has little to show for the project after five years and billions of dollars going into it. Neil Evans, the acting program executive director of VA's EHR Modernization Integration Office, says there's currently no timeline of when and where the VA would resume its EHR rollout. We are making progress, and yet there's still more work to be done before we'll be ready to publish a new schedule. Some employees at the Labor Department are being called back to the office. Political appointees, senior executive service members, and other senior-level feds will have to report in person at least five days per two-week pay period. The change will take effect October 22nd. Acting Labor Secretary Julie Sue is also asking agency managers and supervisors to be more intentional about in-office work for employees. Sue says, for example, the team lead should start scheduling more in-person trainings and meetings. The Energy Department is putting funding behind efforts to shore up cybersecurity in renewable energy systems. DOE's Office of Cybersecurity, Energy Security, and Emergency Response this week announced $39 million for nine new cyber projects at the department's national labs. The goal is to advance the cybersecurity of distributed energy resources. The technologies include utility-scale solar and wind energy, energy storage systems, and electric vehicle chargers. The Defense Department has adjusted child care fees to give military families a financial boost. Service members can expect reduced child care costs and expanded eligibility for flexible spending accounts in 2024. The White House directed DOD to improve child care affordability on military installations in a June executive order. Under new calculations, the monthly child care fee assistance provider rate cap increases $100 per child, and service members can contribute up to $5,000 per household for eligible dependent care. Enrollment in the flexible spending accounts begins in mid-November and takes effect on January 1st. The Veterans Affairs Department is ready to spruce up its delivery of digital services. The agency released the draft solicitation for its secure, performant, reliable, and user-centered experiences, or SPRUCE, multiple award contract for service-disabled veteran-owned small businesses. VA is seeking contractors to provide services across five functional areas, including software development, user research, and data analytics. Market research experts estimate the ceiling on the contract could be as much as $2.7 billion. Comments on the draft request for proposal are due by September 21st. Applications are now open for the 2024 class of Presidential Management Fellows. The PMF program brings in graduate-level students on a two-year fellowship to work in specific areas over a four- to six-month time frame. They're also given developmental training. Fellows generally are at a GS-9 to GS-12 level and have an opportunity to take on rotational assignments. The 2023 class received 10,000 applications and 243 fellows earned appointments. Applications for the 2024 class will be open through September 25th, and the new class of fellows will be announced in February 2024. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Thursday, September 14th, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.